You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. This is Episode 77, Making Powerful Decisions. My name is Jillian Faldmo, and I am the business and life coach for sound and energy medicine practitioners who want to turn their practices into aligned careers that point toward freedom, flexibility, and fulfillment. This is Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. Hello, my friend. How is it going? Thanks for bringing me along with you for part of your day. What are we doing together? Are we going on a walk? Are we doing laundry? (laughs) Whatever it is, I am happy to be with you. Today, we're talking about making powerful decisions. And this is this. This is the theme this month for the Grow a Thriving Practice program. We just did a workshop on this yesterday, how to make powerful decisions and follow through on them. And this is really important because it is from our decision-making that we gain our power. If you think about it, things that are left in indecision or things that we're kind of mulling over should I stay or should I go? Should I do this thing or not do this thing? It just takes energy from us. It takes our power. So I love bringing this topic to my clients and I love bringing this to you today because I think it can be really helpful for how to gain more power in your life. And when it comes to growing a practice, whether it's a sound practice or an energy practice, um, making these decisions can really propel your business forward. And they can just be really small decisions, honestly, and they can have nothing to do with your business. It's like making decisions in your life can propel you forward in your business because that's more energy for your business, for your practice um, that you're not thinking about, (laughs) you know, on on your spare time. So, What I taught in this workshop yesterday was how to make these powerful decisions and follow through on them. The follow through can be the hardest part for some, and I'll share with you that the secret sauce is allowing emotion, which not many people want to hear, but that's really it. That's really the the secret, the, um, the... remedy for following through on a decision. It's allowing emotion. Okay. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that. Today, also within the program, we're doing a group biofield tuning session on stepping into your powerful decisions. We're going to clear up those patterns and habits that are not self so we can be more aligned and feel more in integrity with a powerful decision that we might be putting off or we might be avoiding. So um, if you'd like access to either of those things, come on and join Grow a Thriving Practice. And to let you know, this used to be a program solely for biofield tuning practitioners, and we've recently expanded to include sound and energy practitioners of different modalities. Um, I've realized over the past two years of helping biofield tuning practitioners that um, I can help so many more practitioners, energy and sound practitioners with uh, with the process that I teach. 
um, and with the coaching that I do. So I'm making it available to everyone now. And I'll just say that, um, and you'll notice this too, as you grow your practice, um, there's, you know, the idea of putting yourself out there to more people, it's scary. And that doesn't, I don't think that goes away because I'm experiencing the same thing. And um, I share that with you because it's what makes us human, right? Like just because we are practitioners of healing, uh, you know, we have this amazing tool. It doesn't mean that we don't experience uncomfortable emotions when it comes to putting ourselves out there. Um, if anything, <laughs> we experience more of them. The more that we grow, the more that we experience. And it's just a matter of choosing those feelings and emotions on purpose. Um, okay. So if you know anybody that could benefit from this, that's not a biofield tuning practitioner, but they do something really similar, um, please share this podcast with them. I think it could be really helpful. All right. So today I'm going to share with you a lot of what I covered in the workshop. We're going to start with what even a decision is and then we're going to talk about the three different kinds of decisions. And then we're going to talk about some of the reasons we either avoid making the decision in the first place or avoid the follow through. So let's start with what a decision even is. Here's how I like to define it. A decision is simply a commitment to a thought, feeling, and action that creates a result. And there are three different kinds of decisions. We have our unconscious decisions, unmade decisions, and our conscious decisions. And I'm going to visit each one. Okay, so let's start with the unconscious decisions. Most of our early life decisions are given to us, right? So the, our unconscious decisions are decisions that we make from our pre-programmed patterned mind. For example, like, do you ever feel that, um, that impulse when there's like cookies in front of you? <laughs> I'm saying this because I can totally relate. When there's cookies in front of you or there's a certain kind of food in front of you, that is just this automatic response to grab it and put it in your mouth, right? It feels out of your control, but it's actually a decision that your pre-programmed mind makes. So unconscious decisions, they can be, um, they can give us desirable results or undesirable results. This might be an example of an undesired result. And so I mentioned that a decision is simply a commitment to a thought, feeling, and action that creates a result. And this unconscious decision of grabbing the cookie or whatever in front of you and eating it, that commitment to the, the thought, I want it, the feeling is the urge to have it, and the action is to eat it, right? And then that undesired result is probably like, mm, I don't know, stomach ache or an extra 10 pounds, right? Now, an example of a desired result that comes from unconscious decisions is like brushing our teeth. Um, so for example, most for most of us anyway, our parents made those decisions for us. 
Now, as adults, it's just a normal part of our morning and evening routines. We barely even have to think about it. That is what an unconscious decision is. It's a commitment to that thought, feeling, and action that creates a result that really requires very little thinking, right? That's why we say it's unconscious. It's like that the thought, feeling, and action has been delegated to our automatic brain. So that for the brushing your teeth, that thought, feeling, action combination is the thought, it's time to brush, feeling is neutral, there's really no emotion attached to it at all, and the action is brush your teeth. And that, that desired result, right, healthy smile, good breath, things like that. Okay, so that's unconscious decisions, decisions that require very little thinking, if any, at all, okay? Unmade decisions, that's the next kind of decision, or we can call this indecision. This is an energy drain. (laughs) Decisions left unmade, they hang over us, whether we realize it or not, and we keep thinking and ruminating, and I like to call this indecision debt because we actually go into debt energetically, right? We exhaust ourselves from not being able to make a decision either way. And actually, not making decisions is a decision in itself. You are making a decision not to change something because, you know, all decisions happen in a moment, in a moment, but so many of us hold off on making decisions because we don't want to make the wrong decision. We don't want to make a mistake, right? And so what decisions are you putting off? Just think about that. What's kind of left hanging over your head? In one of our coffee chats the other day in the Grow a Thriving Practice program, Um, there are actually several members who were talking about, you know, do I do in-person sessions anymore? Do I just let that go? Like, do I want the overhead of the office or do I just want to do these things or do these sessions from home? And so that, that's a decision, right? That they're putting off. Um, another one might be being in a relationship, right? You don't know whether to stay or go. And so um, without even realizing it, you are choosing your actions, you're choosing your relationships every single day. Every single day, you are re-deciding to stay or go, to do or not do. Or you're choosing, right? I mean, even if even if you feel like you're in indecision, If you're still in the relationship, you're choosing to stay, right? So unmade decisions are decisions in themselves. We're choosing to be undecided. We're choosing to be confused. And it takes a lot of energy and power away from us. And this is why I believe that we want to be decisive people. We want to be making decisions each and every day on purpose, So this brings us to our conscious decisions. 
This is the third type of decision. These are the decisions that we make with our prefrontal cortex, the executive part of our brain that has our best interests in mind, that part of our brain that does the planning ahead of time. This is when, we, when we're making a conscious decision, we step out of our automatic brain and make a conscious choice to commit to an intentional thought feeling and action combination that we think will give us a desired result. Sometimes we can make conscious decisions and we get an undesired result. And that's what, that's where a lot of us avoid making decisions at all because we're afraid it's going to be the one wrong one. So hang with me because I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Now, I've talked about powerful decisions. Okay. So There's conscious decisions, and then within this category, there are also powerful decisions. A powerful decision is a conscious decision that we make that will give us the result that we truly desire. And it's like a commitment to that decision. We're going to follow through on it no matter what, and we're going to have our own backs no matter what that result might be. Now you can, with a powerful decision, we can be committed to a desired result too. So we want this thing and we're going to try maybe multiple different feeling action combinations to get there. So this is the difference between that would be nice and I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this happen for me. So We have our unconscious decisions, our unmade decisions, and our conscious decisions, which include powerful decisions. So what gets in the way of making powerful decisions? We've talked about this a couple times. One, making the wrong decision. So here's what I want to offer you. If you walk away with anything today, I hope that it's this, that there's no such thing as a right or wrong decision. There's just a decision and we decide what is right or wrong with our thinking about that decision. So what may have felt like a right decision in the past that maybe gave us an undesired result, it's very easy to say that was the wrong choice. I made the wrong choice. That was a mistake. But what if it was just a choice? What if it was just learning, right? What if it was a choice that got you some actually really positive results, even though it wasn't the exact result that you desired? You think of like a marriage. A lot of people think of their marriages, maybe that um, ended in divorce or ended in a bad marriage, that it was a wrong choice, to marry this person, right? And you can think whatever you want to think. But if we use that, if we use that undesired result as a reason to not make decisions in the future because we're afraid it's going to end up the same way, then we're really missing out of the power that we have in our lives. Okay? So each and every day, we are constantly re-deciding what is right or wrong 
on a continual basis, that is what makes your life keep evolving. So if you're in a marriage now, right? Or if you're, you have your practice now and things aren't going the way you expected it to go, um, you can decide today if it, it's the right or wrong decision to have, to have made that choice to start your practice, to be married, whatever it is. What may have been right for you like 10 years ago or when you were a child, it also, it might not be the same as you grow older and change. You can change your mind each and every day about what's right or wrong or good or bad. So that's how we know that there's no such thing as wrong or right decisions because we can always change our mind about it, right? The right or wrong happens in your brain. It's not the decision that's right or wrong. It's just the meaning that you assign to it. The other thing that can get in the way of making powerful decisions is follow through. Oftentimes we avoid making powerful decisions because we're afraid of our own lack of follow through. Maybe in the past we didn't follow through with certain decisions and we don't want to experience that kind of disappointment again. We don't want to experience the failure. I'm going to teach you just a, a little tool today for following through. And I mentioned it earlier. It's allowing emotion. So when you're making a powerful decision, maybe it's to start your practice, maybe it's to change your business model, maybe it's to raise your prices, I want you to anticipate the uncomfortable feelings, the uncomfortable emotions that may come with following through on those on that decision when you know, you're in real time. Maybe it's insecurity. Maybe it's second guessing. Whatever it is, anticipate it. When we anticipate uncomfortable emotion to be a part of the journey, we don't use that uncomfortable emotion to make that mean that we made the wrong choice. So what's a powerful decision that you would like to make? Is it to raise your prices? Is it to hire help for your practice? Is it something else related to your life? What for what emotions for you are maybe getting in the way? And if you were to anticipate them and make those emotions mean that you were on the right track, what do you think you could accomplish? That's all I have for you today, my friend. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. If you are loving these podcast episodes, this is the time to start applying these tools to your business and your practice. Consider joining the Grow a Thriving Practice Coaching Program, where you can work on these skills with tailored and individualized support. To learn more, visit JillianFaldmo.com. That's Jillian with a J, Faldmo, F-A-L-D-M-O.com. Mm-hmm.